hey, what's up? Hi. Thanks for tuning in. This is Shay and the Good People podcast. I'm Shay of the Good People. Uh, this is our podcast sister project. I can't figure out what I want to call it, uh, but it is the podcast version of a ho- of a show that I host in Brooklyn, a music show called Shay and the Good People. If you haven't been to a show and you live near your New York City, I can't like put any words together today, but that doesn't matter because we have a monthly show um, that I host. It's called Shay and the Good People. I'll host, I'll do original music, and then we have three musical guests on the show. It's at this adorable little cute small venue called Pete's Candy Store in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Um, And then this, what you're listening to and or watching right now is the podcast version. So I have each of the good people, each of the guests come in one-on-one into the studio here. Uh, we don't play drums, but we do talk about a lot of things. And you clicked on this one today because you are going to hear an interview with Shira, with me and Shira. She is an amazing singer, songwriter, like light maker, theater maker, heart centered human being, just a sparkly, incredible woman um, who I met. Uh, we talk a little bit about it on the episode who I met doing a so far show and we just instantly clicked and she was wonderful. Um, and she shared her music and her love on the show. And we talked about, We really didn't talk about music at all, (laughs) which sometimes happens here. Um, If you've been listening for a while, you know that it's a uh, music podcast cloaked in actually a spirituality podcast conversation. So we just talked about being an artist in the city and, and how we get through and how we know ourselves and how we want to move forward and... It's it's amazing to have an Israeli friend because they will just fucking tell you like it is. They will just tell it like it is. They will tell you how it is and what you need to do for you and how to do it in a loving, heart-centered way. And I'm really grateful to have a friend like that. I feel like for a lot of us, we kind of just want to make sure you know. But for you, if you don't want to do that, you don't have to. But she's like, why do you think that? Why? And she talks about it on the podcast. She's like, I'm I'm up front. Like, I'm going to tell you what I think. And I come to things honestly. And I really, really respect that. And I would love to embody that more. Like I said, in a heart-centered way. And not telling people what they need to do. But just like, hey, I'm observing you doing this thing. You say you didn't want to do it. Or why did you say that you were going to make it happen? Because you are making it happen. And that, I, I think we often forget that we do need a little bit of a push in life again in a loving way. But sometimes we just need people in our corner to be like, don't do that. You, you said you want better. So get better. So go out and get better for yourself. It's always helpful. And her music is wonderful. You'll you'll hear um, as a, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that I cut in the actual Shay and the Good People show, the performances, into the podcast. So um, you won't hear hear the full performances, but you'll hear little snippets. I've been thinking about maybe putting the full shows on Patreon, maybe starting a Patreon. I don't know. That seems like a lot of work. <laughs> uh, but without further ado, here is my amazing interview with my friend Shira. Usually I know when something good's about 
Welcome back to Shay and the Good People podcast. I'm Shay of the Good People, and we are joined here today with one of my favorite people, very new friend, but like instant connection friend, I would say. Uh, please welcome to the pod, Shira. Ooh. Shira, you were on Shay and the Good People March 14th. We are recording this in 2023. So you're like one of the newest, I would say, interviews. Most of the folks I've been interviewing, we had our shows last year. Oh, okay. So I was checking in with people. It was kind of cool because um, if you're a listener of the pod, you would know. But there are... Um, I was just checking the time too. Okay. Um, there... It was just wild, like bringing people in from who did the show a year ago and just checking in and them being like, I was going through a lot. Like, and also what like nine months, six months can do in a life mm-hmm. to just change everything for yeah. the better, um, which is really cool. But um, it was for the better. It was for the better. It could have been for the worse. I know. <laughs> I know. No, I feel like super lucky that, well, even if I, I was going to say, I feel super lucky that. I got to sit with people to hear them on the upside of their journey. But Mm. also if people are on the downside of their journey, that's also awesome too, because you learn no matter what. Yeah. Um, So (laughs) even though we're recording this in May, 2023, (laughs) March was only a few months ago. What was your March, 2023? Like, what was my March? Like, so, um, it was kind of a culmination of a very big project that I was working on. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that you yes. came to see. It was ri- actually right after the show. What date was that show? March 14th. March 14th. So March 26th, um, I got to present this new project that I'd been working on for a few months with this uh, spiritual counselor. Her name is Susan Lax. And we co-created this project. We mm-hmm. call it the Heart to Heart Songbook. Yeah. She actually came up to me um, after a show, she came to one of my shows and she came up to me and she's like, we got to do something together. And I'm like, hey, lady, you lo- you seem nice. <laughs> Tell me more. Yeah. You're like, how much does it pay, sweetie? <laughs> well, it did. We're, we're going to talk about that, too. OK, fears. Um, <laughs> but she, she said, um, I'm a spiritual counselor and I work with people who are going through cancer and grief and all kinds of things. And I've been using your songs. Yes, that's right. You told me this. That's amazing. And that one of it's one of the songs that I did in the show is the one that she started using called Am I Beautiful about um, me and my friend's journey with her being diagnosed with cancer and all that. So she so she tells me she said I have a patient um, who's experiencing cancer and she told me Susan I can't look in the mirror. Mm. And she said I didn't know what to say but your song came up in my brain Mm -hmm. and I said you know what before we finish the session I'm just going to tell you go listen to this song and then next week tell me if it did anything yeah and the woman listened to the song and she called her back 15 minutes later and she said Susan I looked in the mirror and she liked what she saw Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, I looked in the mirror and, oh, boy. No, but and it was you so know positive. What? Even if she didn't, just like yeah. saying, I, can't, I couldn't do it. And it gave me the, the courage and the strength to look at myself yeah, again. That's true. That's, I mean, I fucking feel like that sometimes. Yeah. You know? You don't need to have cancer to feel that way. Truly. I mean, yeah, which is, I know. Right? Sorry. <laughs> we have to knock on the wood. Yes. Uh, any wood. Um, Yeah, even just like, yeah, it's such a beautiful song and we'll get into some of your songs later, but that, that's, 
that's like the ideal well, for me, it feels like the ideal experience to like get, we don't always get feedback even yeah. when we're doing shows, totally. but to have someone come up to you and be like, I I use your music f- for healing. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. all I want to do. You know, when, when people ask me like, why? Yeah. <laughs> why all this? Yeah. Which uh, I was going to ask you. So great segue. <laughs> <laughs> and I think every artist has their own why. And that's, that's great. That's how it should be. I feel like my why is I do this because I have to, because I have this gift of being a channel Mm. to bring healing into the world. And my tool specifically is music Mm -hmm. and I just have to do it. I was like the shyest kid you can imagine in the world. People don't believe me now that I, I would never believe that. Oh my God. I would like, it would be hard for me when people look at me like, if we go to like big family gatherings, cause you know, I'm Israeli, you're <laughs> Jewish, you know what that is. Like, yeah. when, you know, um, everybody wants to talk to you and talk about you oh to you. Exactly. Oh, yes. And give you their advice oh, and whatever yeah, and absolutely. hug you. And, and like, my mom would be like my protector, like nobody, nobody come near her. Like I, w- yeah, I was that level of shy. Oh. Did something like kick that off or you just felt that like coming into the world that you're like, I don't, it's too much energy for me. I think I came into the world like mm-hmm. that. I think that's just who I am. And I can I can also see that, well, to, how it manifests, manifests itself today is that if I have a show or if I have like, um, a, like a people intense few days, yeah. I have to like literally not talk to uh, anyone. Yeah. And like my partner knows like, don't, like I'm going to be over here but i'm not here like i just have to completely just i'm an introvert you know i have to recharge by being alone being alone yeah absolutely yeah i mean and and you have to know that about yourself especially being an artist because oh yeah our well if you choose to be like a performing artist you could be a recording artist and like totally just be insular and in your room but then it's what you said about the the feedback yeah um and i really like that word of what it really is. Cause we say feedback, we hear like a teacher giving us a grade mm, or right. That's mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. my mind goes. Yeah. But the word itself, if you think about feedback, it's just an echo that comes back to you. Mm-hmm. Right. That's all it is. It's not somebody saying it's good. It's bad. It's tall. It's short. It's sweet. It's sour. No, mm-hmm. it's just a feed back. Yeah. Yeah. To you. Yeah. It's just an echo. Right. And when you're in a mm. recording studio, you don't have that feedback. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, it's, and that, I I would love to hear what you think about this, but I feel like that's why intention is so important. Oh my God. In everything that you do, not just music, but just your intention for the day, your intention for your relationships, your intention for your, for like what you eat, what you put in your body, because it is, you will get fed back <laughs> we have a whole vegan conversation right now <laughs> like, yeah let's go into no, it no, i no. mean we've got you said you don't have anything else to do today so let's go <laughs> i'm really um, curious i don't know if you want to put that in there later but i'm really curious about mm. your why mm. like what's your big w oh, why hey, getting into shay not just the good people um I'm, I'm re- i was thinking about that i, <laughs> I wanted to talk to you about it yeah uh i think that is that's a really great question trying to take my job and no, uh, no, kidding, oh kidding, my god no. i just love you i'm totally kidding i love you too but this is why i before I say that, this is why I'm so drawn to you as an artist and a person. So we did a so far show 
probably in February. We just happened to be. And so these so far shows are secret shows. They're all over the world in all cities. And if you are watching the so far shows, you buy your ticket to the neighborhood that you want and you don't get the location until the day of, and you don't know who's performing on the show until you get there as a musician. Um, it's a really great opportunity. I know a lot of musicians shit on so far shows, but it's really helped me so much. Same. And yeah. I love the audiences. We get, um, you know, if we're lucky, we get a couple so far gigs a month. Yeah. Um, Especially in New York because they have one every day. Yes. More than one, I think. Yeah. yeah. And I've reached out to when I was traveling to LA and Austin, like there's just less shows. So I haven't been able to perform yeah. on those shows, but I, I would love to do like a so far tour just because the audiences are so focused yeah and just honoring us sharing 20 minutes which like maybe doesn't seem like much but to us at least for me it just feels so good to have shows on on the books and shows especially as a fucking artist in new york being able to perform on a show that i don't have to beg people to come to (laughs) 100% (laughs) like i love doing shay and the good people because it's like a monthly opportunity for me to practice new things. Last night, I I played with an electric guitar, which I never do, and I was very scared. Um, How did it go? I, I think I thought it was great. I thought it was a, I was a little too in my head about it, but I don't mm-hmm. know if anyone noticed but me. But anyway, so Shira and I, you know, we don't know who's going to be on the show until the day of. So I just right. get I just got my booked date. I got the the location. I have my guitar, and I go to this this bar like behind a coffee shop. Um, <laughs> that space was funny. It's like, it's like, is it a bar? Is it a coffee shop? And then you go to the back room and yeah. there's like a bunch of, um, what's it called? Mannequins. It, yeah. It's, it it's very like, special. Yeah. You go to the, you go to the back bar and you're also like, is it Halloween? Like it was February, but it was themed with like skeletons. It was so weird. And like only red lighting. Um, and we just started talking right away and I, you went first, I went second and your set was just so beautiful. And we just, I don't know. There's just like, there was just a connection, but also you have like that sparkle shine. That I think I also told you like, we are now friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you also forced it upon me. No, I'm kidding. I was very well, I was very willing. Um, cause I think we were t- just talking about music right away and yeah. art and stuff. But, um, Okay, so see how I'm deflecting from talking about myself. I mean, <laughs> you do you, baby. Um, my why, I, f- I feel like every single show that I do, it, it's really the most immediate way I can... It's kind of these two... Uh, you know an avatar with the, with the tail and the light when they connect to things? Mm-hmm. So it's the, it's the two ways I can have my self-expression and something that I just have always done since the second I was born uh, feel like I was singing and I just always want to sing and then connect it to having an opportunity even if I don't know about it to like make people feel something Mm. so it's like I get a little bit they get a little bit and I just feel like it's an infinity loop when I do it right, when I'm, that. when I'm out of my head, when I'm able to drop my ego of like how I sound or it, am I going to have like fun jokes in the middle or like, I got to make sure this is the best show I've ever done every single time for every single person, like really dropping all those control issues and just remembering like, also like I get something out of it too. Like totally, I just feel 
I just feel good. I feel like it's, I feel most myself on stage. I, I really actually don't like playing guitar and singing because I feel like it's a barrier and I feel like I have to think about too many things at once. Um, but over the pandemic, it was like, well, I'm, I got nothing else to do. Yeah. And, um, and it's, it's, I have the ability now that I can play for myself to book things and play things at any time. Right. Um, it's, it's less of a scheduling thing, but I do miss playing with the full band. Also, lot. you know, the people you play with, you love them. You want to pay them well. Yeah. Right. When you're playing all these smaller shows, so far pays, I just want to say so far. Pays. Yes. Yeah. But not enough too. that you want to bring people that you really want to, you know, respect their time. Exactly. So yeah. I, I totally feel you about the playing thing. I, it, it became kind of a necessity. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have my band, like my people, my go-tos, but again, I don't want to waste their time. Yeah. I think their time is valuable. Yeah. And I, I try, I really, really try as much as I can now where I am in whatever I'm doing, not to ask people to do things for free. Yeah. Really, really try. Yeah. Because I don't want anybody to ask me to do that. <laughs> yeah. So I really try not to do that to others. Um, and I would prefer not to play at all. I, yeah. Just have it. What happens is also we're hands people. We speak about <laughs> you know, hands. Yes. Jews. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So you can really bring it. Yeah. You know. And I can really show them. I'm grabbing exactly. the note and the energy exactly. um yeah and i can like move my hair more which i mean come I love on. Your hair. yeah oh thank you uh <laughs> when i'm doing full van gigs but yeah similarly like i anytime we do and jj plays guitar for me when we do shane the good people and basement social and like those are paid gigs you yeah. know and just like i would want paid gigs. although shay and the good people show is free because it's at pete's candy store right. <laughs> but there's you know there's a tip bucket option and for me, that type of thing is like the goal is to outgrow right, and go somewhere else. Although Pete's Candy Store, if y'all have never been there, go see a show specifically. Come see our show. It's monthly. Um, the energy there is just so good. Really I don't great. think we would ever be able to have just like like it just it moves from the back of the room forward to the stage. It's a listening space. It's a listening space. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But it's a balance. And a question that I was um, that I wrote down on here to ask you is, you know, you you're from here, but you're also from Israel. Yeah. And your partner is from Spain. True story. So <laughs> why, why do you want to no. live? So why? No. Why do you want to live in New York? Like, why do you want to stay here? What is uh, it about being an artist here? It's mean, so funny that you ask that now because we are like actively in conversation of like, where do we want to base ourselves? Yeah. And we're both people that like don't have to really base ourselves anywhere because I'm, you know, doing this and he's a chef. Mm -hmm. So he, it, we could go literally anywhere with his resume. I could be like, let's live in Amsterdam for a year. He'd be like, fine. And then he'd find a restaurant to work yeah. at. Or, mm -hmm. But the question is, where do we want to base ourselves? Right now, New York is just the best spot for both of us because we're learning and growing and there's endless opportunities here. Um, if you are open to seeing it, this place has endless opportunities. Oh my God. Unlike yeah. any other place in the world. Yeah. But you have to be open to seeing it and active in your seeing of it 
because there's times that I've been in New York and I'm just like, I just want to stay in my bed. I don't want to get out. It's just all too much. Yeah. Overwhelming. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's okay. Um, in the U.S., I can say I, would, I wouldn't live anywhere else. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely not. I always say I don't live in the U.S. I live in New York. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I could be a pretentious asshole about it, too. And, like, I'm in Brooklyn, and that's, like, I'm, I'm okay with my bubble. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, similarly, I'm, like, I've, I've gone on tour. I've traveled, tried to travel a lot to a lot of cities in this country, mm-hmm. and they're really isn't anywhere else that have really grabbed me, but something about the opportunities and seeing opportunities. Cause they're, they are everywhere. I, I started, I grew up uh, outside of DC and then I went to college in DC and then moved into the city, like stayed in the city after college until I moved here and started doing music. Like started my first band in DC and there's a huge music and it's a huge theater town yeah i did tons of theater there and it's a huge music town as well you just don't you wouldn't really know it unless you lived there yeah so there are opportunities everywhere but how how do you stay how does one if they're listening to this podcast and they're like either they live here and they're a musician or they want to move to new york and be a musician or they want to get more work in their city like how does one stay open what how do you do that I mean, it could be challenging, um, but I'm, well, my, my Israeli side yeah. is that uh, I say what I mean and I mean what I say. And for th- even just like meeting you and being like, I like you right away. And I'm going to tell you right away so we can continue this relationship so it doesn't fade. It's yeah. so easy. Like you meet so many people, even if you just like go to shows, just go to shows, yeah. go to shows. You like somebody who was on stage? Go up to them and be like, let's meet for coffee this week. Yeah. They're going to be so impressed that you're even doing that, that they're going to meet you for coffee, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, collaboration, collaboration, collaboration. That's what keeps me going and invigorated and excited. Um, I th- you and I are both theater people as well. Yes. And this like solo journey can feel very solo sometimes. Mm-hmm. So just... Even even as a solo artist, to find collaborations, you know, to find people that you can create new things with. So, yeah, that's how I approach yeah. it. Yeah, same. Usually I know when something is about to happen. Usually I can tell by the curling of my toes. And in my city, Just trying to make a bright 
have to reinforce very specifically and loudly and intentionally different affirmations of like I am doing this yeah and I I will be able to get to a point where and and I don't have it defined which I I've come to terms with that's okay where people are like well what's your dream like what's if you could just focus on one thing I know we've talked about that before yeah. of I, like, don't, I don't believe I used to believe in that when I was in my 20s or yeah. earlier <laughs> I was like goal 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 and I reached a lot of them but then I was like if I'm going from goal to goal then I'm not enjoying the way at all yeah and you have five seconds of like I reached the goal and then that's it yeah d- done what's and the next one big down also yeah. that comes right after it and then you and then the in-between, which is most of our lives. Yeah. You're not enjoying any of it, really. Yeah. Yeah. And we just, people like us who, you know, do theater and do music, but even more than that, like, we don't just do music. Like, we're writing, we're collaborating, right. we're writing scripts, we're, we're, we're working on other people's shows, we are producing shows, totally. and, like, that's... It's very hard for me. I think I've spoken about it before here, but it's like very hard for me to focus on one of them. Even one one school of thought is like if you just focus on one thing, like being a musician and being a successful solo artist, mm-hmm. everything else will kind of fill in between and you will get farther along on that. But I think that works for some people. That works for some people. Yeah. And I also don't want to think that I'm not in a place in my career or in, or in a financial stable place. And I hate that they have to go together, but we just, we have to survive and we're choose. I'm choosing to live in a particularly expensive city, right? but I also don't think I, I'm just not going to compromise yes. and like not do my work and my art and not host shows and not perform. Because like I said earlier, like that's just who I am. Like that's yeah. a part of me. And part of being like multi-hyphenated, I want to do a lot of things, which you do. You don't want to be just a solo artist. You want to do theater. You want to write. You want to collaborate. You want to produce. You want to make up things. Yeah. That's great. And you're really good at it. Part of it is being scrappy. Yeah. You know? And and I say this to, I've said this to you before, (laughs) and I say it to every so far artist that I, like I share the bill, I always ask them like, where do you live? And then... And then I share with them um, about Housing Connect. So yes. if you're um, not a millionaire, yes, and you live in I'm New close, York, but <laughs> <laughs> and you live in New York, and probably like all of us, you're paying most of your money every month to your rent, mm-hmm. uh, which feels pointless and stupid, and it kind of is. But it's what we need to do. So there's a a government website that not everybody knows about called Housing Connect. Just Google it. Create a profile there. And then every week there's new developments that come up in the city. And the big contractors get a nice tax break by making 20% of each building affordable housing. And you could be in that 20%, live in a brand new building, 
pay a thousand dollars a month or less and that's mm-hmm. it yeah honey i'm on there my profile's on i actually literally just checked it this morning i love it because i'm i stopped getting the, i can cut this out but like i stopped getting the emails for some reason okay. so now i'm just like manually going on Good. every single morning you should but um yeah just find just again why community is so important right for like other people to be who care about you to be like hey you can do things differently because totally. sometimes i get so focused on the way that I'm doing it or the way even worse, I get so focused on the way that it's not happening and it's Ugh. not working. Yeah. And what should I be doing? I should all over myself. That's a Tony Robbins quote. <laughs> and I just, just don't, I don't, I don't think I don't get things done, but it's just not supportive. And I want to lean more with like the, with an infinite mindset. hundred percent abundance. Yes. yes. Abundance in every way. And even just, even just the little things of like, I went to dinner with one of my high school friends, an incredible performer, my friend, love, Flory Bagel. She's in Parade on Broadway right now. Go see it. Oh, amazing. Um, and we went to dinner and she offered to pay for the dinner. And I was like, I was like, oh no, let's just split it. And then I had to take a second of like, take the offer. Just received. I'm just working oh, on like yeah. receiving. Just like let a friend, uh, I'll get her next time or something. But I like, so get that. And I used to be that person of like, no, 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 don't do anything for me. Like, I'm fine. And you know what I realized a few years ago? Hmm. That that doing that is really arrogant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's blocking your blessings. Like, the universe is trying to be like, we're giving you things. Right. And even with her, she's like, she offered yeah. because she wants to give you something and you're hurting her your friend mm-hmm, that you love mm-hmm. by refusing. Yeah. You're not helping her. You're not being like, no, it's okay. No, you're shitting on her offer. <laughs> yeah. No, this is a conversation that I've had my, with myself a million times. That's why I'm like, yeah, no, it. it's helpful. But, but it really is an arrogant thing to do. It's like, oh, I don't, you, I know you, we, we don't mean it from that place. It's yeah. like, oh, I don't need that. You know, you're trying to help, but what you're doing is the exact opposite. Like yeah. a, a friend who loves you, wanted was having such a great time with you and she is doing well and she wanted to offer to pay for dinner yeah you know and you'll do it for another person another day totally yeah just like take the nice gesture and especially if if one is struggling financially or or even not numbers wise struggling but like struggling in your mind about it the best way that you could have more abundance is recognize when things are coming to you. And that's like from somebody offering to buy you coffee from like finding a a dime on the ground and just being like, wow, that's cool. Like that's money just sitting on the floor. Right. There's what's happening. And then there's how we interpret it. And if we choose to look at that dime on the ground and be like, I'm having a good day. Yeah. Like things are going my way. Then we go with that for the rest of the day. And we see it's seeing, right? Seeing the abundance. Yeah. Seeing the opportunities around. Yeah. And and that feedback, because you'll get that loop back to you. That's what I'm really, I think I'm always doing it, but I'm getting really clear on like the quantum leap of like, where do I want to go? What's my life right now? Like radically accepting where I am, even if I'm uncomfortable with it. Yeah. Or even if I feel like, I'm in my 30s and I'm still living with two roommates, like accepting everything that I think is bad or that I have shame around yeah. and getting, getting, visualizing, getting ready, getting into the mindset, journaling all of the tools that I have for the next stage. Yeah. And the last, I have another question for you, but before, 
I ask that the last thing I'll say with the, like, do we have to choose or, uh, between the, the hyphens. Yeah. But, and like focus, you have to focus on one thing, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of a very like, not old school, but like it only works in, it, it works in other areas of people's like non artists, I think. Even there, even there, I'm like, if you work at an office, a nine to fiver, um, and you're doing a job, great. You're not just that one thing. You're not. Right. You have your hobbies. You have the people that you love, the things you love to do, the things that make you smile. Yeah. You know, I, I we're not one thing. That's such a corporate America way of thinking. Like, yeah. Because if we're one thing, then that's easy for everybody to classify us and give us the right, like, marketing, yeah. whatever shit, ads, bullshit, that, that, right? It's yeah. so, it's easier for corporate America to accept us. When I was in acting school, they did not know what the fuck to do with me. Like <laughs> yeah. they didn't, they're like, what? that's a good sign. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I didn't realize it at the time yeah. because I was young and I was impressionable and I just wanted to learn. And yeah. all they could say to me is like, uh, I, I don't know where to put you. And which is like the most terrible things. I'm like, I'm here for you to help me figure out where to put me. Yeah. And then I realized you don't need to put me anywhere. Like, yeah. This is who I am. It's a, a, it's a, it's a rainbow of things. Yeah. And you know what? Like you said, it's a blessing that you don't know where to put me because yeah. that means I could be anywhere. Yeah, exactly. And and that means that like, that means that you have like an extra layer of creativity and creative output because people can't even wrap their people. Your professors couldn't even, were not even open-minded enough to be like, you know what? Maybe Shira can do something over here. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. That's my task. That's my karma to like expand people's minds of like who I am and what I can do. Yeah. And I agree. I guess it's just trying not to make it all about money. But like if you're an artist, we're going to make our living and have self-expression in multiple different places. Exactly. And I guess the same. Yeah. If you work in a bank, I use the bank uh example a lot but like yeah if you work in a bank of course you're not like I'm a banker and that's who I am and that's what I'm passionate about but they don't have some people who are not artists even though I think everyone is creative but somebody who's not choosing an artistic path doesn't doesn't feel like they have to choose like you can do a hobby and then still have your day job right but we're like it's important to us. <laughs> I'm not funny. You, like, imagine a banker. Go, <laughs> I'm just imagining a banker. Someone go, at Wells coming Fargo. Home, yeah, coming home and just like gardening and then being like, I can't garden that. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. And be like, am I a gardener or do I work at a bank? You know, and we're like, uh, do I do theater or do I do? But like, I don't know. Maybe it's just like the different extra weight that uh, I put on. We. I put on myself. I should only speak for myself. But I, no, I, w- I definitely do that as well. And um, I wrote this song for a good friend of mine who at the time didn't feel beautiful at all. She was uh, diagnosed with breast cancer and her body was going through all the changes and all of that. So I wrote her this song. And now it's uh, yours.
I would like to know from you another question. What is your spiritual practice mm. and do you have a morning routine? I don't. I don't. I For years, I tried to m- create routines because <laughs> that's what you should do. Yeah. Right. If you want to have a spiritual practice. But I just realized, again, the out of the box thing, what works for me is waking up in the morning and checking in with myself and saying, what do you need this morning? Mm-hmm. What do you really need this morning? This morning, I had this whole plan. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to like give like a hard workout, you know, like run a little bit. And then I see that like, I'm not going, I'm not going. Why? And then I'm like, okay, why are you not going? And then the answer came of like, that's not what I need this morning. Yeah. And then I just like opened up my mat and just did some stretching and I felt so much better. Mm -hmm. And I let go of the guilt of like, oh, you didn't, you didn't sweat as much as you planned to sweat. Right. So, so fucking what? Yeah. And who is that in your head that's telling you you need to do? It's all me. Yeah. Yeah. It's all me. It's Mm -hmm. all. But then if you if you can observe that voice and not be that voice, then it's a part of me, right? Hey. It's not all of me. Have you ever read The Untethered Soul no. by Michael Singer? Okay. No. The, he talks about that? It's exactly that. Where it's like, we are not our thoughts. We're the other part that's observing those thoughts. Yeah. Because it's like, uh, I'm, um, I'm trying to think of an example that he used, but if it's like, I, you should have gone to the gym. You're like, wait, who is that? Yeah. Because we can all say, this is the example that he uses. We can all say at this very moment in our head, we can say, hello. Like we can hear that. Yeah. We can hear a hello in our heads. So we're like, oh, that's interesting. Like what's that? Yeah. And who's that? And if we can pull back and observe all of, all of our thoughts, and there's like a lot of like Buddhist philosophy about this too, but like just be the observer of the thoughts, then it's easier to kind of let, a lot of things go right and not have it be your thoughts but thoughts that exist within you part right. of you right Ugh, i yeah. have a uh, okay this is um i'm gonna say where it's from and not be embarrassed um <laughs> uh, so remember the um very famous singer jewel oh yeah she's also a spiritual uh person and guide for a lot of people today I don't know if you know that, but like, oh, I, really? Oh, yeah. She's a person to listen to. She's had a crazy life and she's got some good ideas. So one of the things that I heard her talk about recently is anxiety. Mm-hmm. Hey. Hey. Anybody got anxiety? What's that? I have no idea what that is. <laughs> so sad for others. <laughs> <laughs> so she says for she said for years she was like trying to block it. Like it's a bad thing that I shouldn't have. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the idea. And then she talks about using it as a barometer, kind of the same, similar to what I did this morning. It wasn't anxiety, but it was like, okay, it's coming up. Mm -hmm. What is it trying to tell me? It's trying to tell me that something is not, what did I just do? What did I just think right before this feeling of anxiety came up, right? Mm -hmm. What was I doing? Who was I talking to? What was I thinking? What what, was I watching maybe something on on a Mm -hmm. social media? Mm -hmm. Or was I, you know, ask yourself and then be like, oh, this is my body telling me that this is not good for me right now. Yeah. And the realization releases the anxiety. Yeah. Or most of it. It's just self-inquiry. It's like having that relationship with yourself and I feel like most people, it's why is it so hard for most people? And it took me a long time to get there so I can speak from experience to even start to question instead of just like <gasps> waking up and being like and having this ah angry, but then ah, 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 you know what I mean? Like totally 
even being able to get to that point to be like, I'm going to sit with my body Ooh. is like an ins well in this culture is insane. Right. Like it's just not taught. Right. Cause you're not being productive. Yeah. And it's, and, but, and it's also like masked with other things of like, you're not exercising hard enough. You're not eating right. You're not, um, you know, uh, whatever you don't, you, you should just buy this thing that will make you feel better instead of like, kind of like pushing back everything but it's it's also like it takes a considerable amount of alone time right and it takes a considerable amount of one-on-one time which is has been really hard for me to spend i'm not to spend time with myself i don't mind spending time alone but i have Mm. been working on i love that distinction yes I've, i've been working on not feeling alone when i am alone and like trying to have time with myself that feels really full because i know you know that you're an awesome person to be with you know that right sometimes but there's a part of you that knows that yeah sure is there a part of you that knows there is there is a part of you that knows that all the time it's not always the loudest it's not always the loudest but there is a part of you that knows that all the time yeah that you're a great person to be with Mm -hmm. and that and and the what the uh, it's also about like finding the right partner i think that has to do with it because w- you have to be in a place where like you feel at least you're like i love hanging out with myself mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. find a person another person to hang out with mm-hmm. right yeah yeah totally you have to like uh, that full acceptance of like not trying to find and seek and like actually yeah. just come home to yourself and make your life so incredible i mean this could be a whole other podcast you and me talking about oh my God. <laughs> like relationships and and relationship to self which is amazing let me check time here um and i think it also when it comes to sitting with yourself and identifying like what's going on what did i just do that made me feel this way yeah it's also like another layer when one is ready to go back to like where did i learn some of these things mm. and when it comes to sitting with self and feeling alone or just feelings in general even anxieties i have to go back to childhood and like what was your relationship with your primary caretaker and also what was your relationship when you were a kid and anytime you're like i struggle with alone time or i struggle with money or i struggle with relationships or i struggle with food or i struggle with feeling motivated like i think I, I always just go back to like, well, what was my childhood? What was that taught to me? Where, where yeah. was that shown to me? Because every, I mean, between the ages of like one and seven, we're in a hypnosis anyways okay. of just learning everything, learning the language, learning reactions, learning facial expressions. Yeah. So also being really compassionate with oneself of like, some of these things are coming up that are not even mine, yeah. that are my parents and and then that realization, what does it do to you when yeah. you when you put? I'm curious. Oh, oh asking. asking. Um, I, I mean, I think it, it allows me to relax and it allows me to like release on a deeper level yeah. and like hopefully reprogramming my the like neuroceptors of like neurons in my brain to not continue some of those habits or to not continue some of those feelings totally. and to just be able to open up to loving myself for like oh wait you you're not that you're yeah. something else and to be able to get to a place where I'm like oh I I like myself more of the time yeah and I you know what it's making me want to add another thing the other side of that coin is when we're really enjoying something mm-hmm. we don't take the time to be like oh what just happened that I really 
you know? Yes, absolutely. And I've been using, it's from another podcast that I listened to this um, woman. I've been using a lot. Happy. Thank you more, please. Whenever I'm in a situation or even just after a show, that feeling, because you often, oh, I yeah. often finish shows. I'm like, fuck, this could have been better. This could have been this, could have been that. And I'm also like just trying to find moments that I really enjoy and just close my eyes and say happy. Thank you more, please, to God, to universe, to whoever's listening. <laughs> and again, hope, hope that abundance comes back. Yeah. And thinking about maybe what happened today at the end of the day. Mm, yeah. That right, I want happy. A- thank you more. What, during the pandemic. Um, I think I told you this during the pandemic, my partner and I were separated because yep. he's from Barcelona. I'm from here. Oh yeah. And there were travel bans. We couldn't see each other for <laughs> an unknown period of time, which ended up being like six months. Um, but it was waking up every day and trying to find a solution and failing and not finding our way back to each other. And we were pretty new in our relationship. Now I can tell you in hindsight that that made us so much stronger than we can even imagine. And I feel like we can conquer the world and Mm -hmm. no matter what the world throws at us, we're we're fine. Like we survived that. (laughs) But at the time it was like the worst thing in the world. And what helped us a lot is we would do this thing at the end of the day before we would go to sleep. We lived on like video chats. We were like (laughs) video chatting most of the day because there was nothing else to do yeah yeah um but at the end of the day we would say okay it's time for the five things and we would say five things today that we're grateful for and it could sometimes it was really hard Mm -hmm. really hard to find it was like i'm grateful that i'm breathing yeah yeah um but making the effort especially in the time where we we were both incredibly depressed Okay, making the effort at the end of the day to go to sleep with saying five things of today that I want to say thank you more, please. What Mm -hmm. was it again? Happy. Thank you more, please. Happy. Thank you more, please. (laughs) You know what? This is why maybe I forgot about the happy because we didn't feel happy. Mm -hmm. But so maybe maybe just something that you could say thank you more, please. Mm -hmm. Uh, That happened today. Not something general that you, you know, no, 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 no. That chocolate is yummy. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a piece of chocolate today at 5 p.m. and it was good. Yeah. That was the only good thing that <laughs> happened to me today. But you go to sleep with that and not with all the voices of like, oh, I could have done that better. I should have done this. I should have, you know? That's something that really helps me, especially when I'm in like a, a place that is not um, soft and quiet.
Shakira, I could talk to you forever and ever and ever. I think that's I think that's like the best place to land. Like people, I usually ask, or sometimes ask folks like, what can you give? What advice of other musicians in the city? And feel free to add more if you want. Yeah. And I think that gratitude and reminder, even everybody just write a little five things that happened today, which is a very good distinction because usually it's like, I'm grateful for family. I'm grateful for drinking water. I'm drinking, um, I'm grateful for, um, I don't know, green juice for having socks or whatever. But if you had it today at eight in the morning and you can remember that moment, it's like the sense memory, right? It's almost like an acting exercise. Yes. And the more, and then again, it'll just like create the loop of more good feelings. And, we're not all going to feel good. We're not saying we need to feel good all the time. Absolutely not. But like it is a good practice to have. Um, I, I think that's it's a really good reminder that I need as well. But um, I love you. I love you so much. Thank you for being here, Shira. Um, can you tell the people at home where they can find you? Sure. And your music. And if you have, I, I don't know when this is going to come out. But like if you have any upcoming things that you want people to. Yeah. I mean, into. if. It you don't know this. This is new to you too. Oh. Um, but if it it's already out, then go look for it. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's not out, then uh, come to my Instagram. Either way, come to my Instagram. Instagram Shira Music S H I R A Music. Easy. Um, and that's where all everything is. You know, there's a little link there. You can go to all my music on Spotify, Apple Music, and my website as well. And tour dates. Um, so speaking of so far sounds. Uh-huh. Um, so I ended up meeting a few good people. Yes, <laughs> I know a few as well. Um, and, uh, and I ended up co-writing a song with another s- singer-songwriter who's incredible. And I got Ooh. to meet on s- so far called uh, Mandalayev. Did you get to play with him ever? Mandalayev? No, I don't think so. He plays a lot of... Well, he used to live in New York. Now he moved back to L.A. Oh. Sad day. Yeah. But he's coming back um, for like to play shows. He's going to open for Ben Harper. Whoa. Yeah. In, cool. in the fall. Um, and we co-wrote a song um, called Beautiful Release. Um, and we're going to release it beautifully very soon. <laughs> Amazing. And we talked about, we talked with So Far and we said, like, we just love the fact that, like, we met through So Far Sounds. And part of their thing is saying, like, we want to connect artists. We create a community. So I'm like, um, hello, you did that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're actively doing that. Yeah. And we wrote this song. And um, and they invited us to kind of collaborate. So we're gonna do we're gonna record a listening room version of the song, meaning kind of like this, uh-huh. live to tape um, of the song, and then I think two more songs that we're gonna sing separately, and then we're gonna talk a little bit about the song and what it's about and how we met, and release it with them along with the release of the song, and hope that people will hear it. They got a million and a half following like oh. through all their show- social media so far sound so yeah absolutely that's amazing yeah well, also tell me about when that show is because i personally just want to be there at that show totally um but thank you so much so follow at shira music for all your shira needs yes. one of the best out there doing it so thank you so much thank you love you, love you. okay bye
She'd heard me speaking of hope She'd heard me saying that hope is here Born anew with just an invitation Hope has many colors, tunes and various forms But its essence, oh its essence Is a rosebud ready to bloom Rosebud ready to bloom. I wish I had your hope. Thank you so much for listening to this like interview. If you liked what you heard, come out and see the show. Come out and see Shane the Good People live. We're at Pete's Candy Store in Brooklyn. It's monthly. I don't know of the exact dates, but follow us on Instagram to see when we're going to be there next. It's at Shay and the Good People. Again, that's at Shay and the Good People, just like it's spelled. And I want to send a huge shout out and thank you to New Daydream Studios, JJ Allen and Irving, who captures all the audio from the shows. And we'll see you next time. Thanks. discover a way or two to add a rose to your beautiful garden